Okay, guys, ready to start? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Again, I'll, I have a thing set up for this that I do not think will work, but we'll see. We'll see if it will. We'll see if <laughs> okay. it'll happen. Okay. Hello, welcome to the flop house. Mini, that's right. It's a slightly smaller than usual size flop house. Uh, mm. We'll see whether that's true or not. These are the weeks when we don't watch a bad movie, but instead we kind of do a whatevs. I'm Elliot Kalen, and joining me are my regular co-hosts and best buddies. Dan McCoy. Stuart Wellington. And uh, just to paint a word picture for the audience, uh, we all look yeah. exactly as you think we would. I am wearing a T-shirt and glasses. Dan is wearing a T-shirt and glasses. And Stuart is wearing an open, open uh, bathrobe with chains and not like a yeah. terry cloth bathrobe, like a satin no, bathrobe. Is, yeah. I mean, it looks like a – is it a red – it's a red velvet back. Bathroom? No, or, it's, or it's it is satin. It's burgundy, uh, and it's <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Thank yeah. you for correcting that. Yeah, it's uh, like a fluffy, uh, flu- uh, like a like a fluffy robe, you know. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it's got black uh, trim. Yep, mm-hmm. on like the black lapel trim. Yeah, lapel <laughs> and uh, sleeves. Uh, yeah, so, in case pretty. in case company comes over. So I had a thing uh-huh. planned for today, but I think instead we have we're doing an episode of the bathhouse, uh, the flophouse's regular bathrobe review uh, segment. Just kidding, guys. Okay, I'm on, I'm in the driver's seat. I'm in charge of the wheel. Buckle up, because it's gonna be a somewhat bumpy ride. If this thing I'm trying doesn't work out that well, do I need to do I need to pack a lunch or snacks? Or that would be great if you could pack okay. like a granola bar, uh, uh-huh. maybe like apple slices in a separate container. And how far are we going? Because I I've got a thing a little bit later. I mean, you should not have scheduled a thing on the night we were recording. <laughs> I do. Um, I do think that that's actually accurate to our actual lives, and that I'm constantly planning out the snacks I'm bringing places, and Dan always has something more important to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Okay, guys, let's get down to brass tacks. Uh, regular listeners may or may not know that we have a live show coming up. That's right, September 25th, a live show, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. We're going to be appearing. Over your computer screens. That's right. It's a live virtual show, just like we've done before. I don't know why I'm describing it as if it's a new thing that we haven't done before. Uh, We're going to be talking about the movie Super Mario Brothers. So come on and join us September 25th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Just Google Simple Ticks Flophouse Super Mario Brothers. It's easier than me trying to read out the whole URL, which is it. We should have come up with a short URL we could give out. That would have been a good idea. But instead, it's through Simple Ticks Flophouse Super Mario Brothers. It's going to have new presentations. We're going to talk about this movie that we've never talked about before, the 1993 classic film, Super Mario Brothers. That's right. It's the special 28th anniversary screening. Not screening. We're not showing it. We're just going to talk about it. Uh... So I thought tonight, in honor of our upcoming uh, remote live show, we could talk about video game movies. Now, these are movies adapted from video games. You guys may remember we've talked about plenty of video game movies on the podcast Mm -hmm. before. Which ones come to mind? Do you remember ones that Uh, we've done? Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, Mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed, Mm -hmm. uh... I was doing so well. Sonic. Yeah, Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog. Hedgehog. Yep. Yep. Um, Stuart, you got any? I mean, I did a mini previously where I talked about the Hitman series. Uh-huh. Oh, we just did Mortal Kombat. We just did Mortal Kombat. Mortal Years Kombat. ago, you guys did Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, although I missed that episode, That's I believe. True. Wow, uh, man, I'm true. sorry you missed it. That was that was pretty good, I right? did get to watch it later, a... and it was it was an experience. <laughs> Neil, uh, Mc, Neil McDonough is great. I mean, yeah, that goes without saying, I guess. Uh, the So 
We're not here to talk about Street Fighter, The Legend of Chen Li, though. Uh, we're here to talk about, more generally, video game movies. Now, people have noticed we've had a lot of video game talk on episodes of the show lately. I guess it's time to maybe go through the looking glass while we talk about video game movies in this episode, because anyone can talk about video games. You guys are going to talk about video game movies to live them? while you play a podcast video game. That's right. This is a video game with no <laughs> visual element. It is an audio video game that you will have to play okay. like a regular video game, not okay. a text-based game. Do not okay. describe to me with stuff in sentences. Uh-huh. I don't, I'm okay. not interested. Yeah. Don't care. So you guys, uh, do you have the controllers that I sent you uh, in yeah. the mail? Uh, what? <laughs> you should both have like kind of turbo controllers uh, you uh, know, that, that were sent to you in the mail that should have arrived yesterday. Uh. I'm looking. Yes? I'm looking. I'm looking at the picture of the package, Dan, on your doorstep yesterday. Uh, you didn't pick it up. Uh, what? I don't think I got it, but I have this old Mad Cats controller. Can That'll I sub that great. in? That'll, That'll work great. Work. Just plug that into whatever okay, you want to yeah, plug, I'll it, plug into. it in. I'll plug in the. Uh, yeah, I'll just. I've got a hair dryer. I'll use that. <laughs> that perfect. Great. That'll do just as well. Uh, okay. What are the settings on the hair dryer? That'll help me figure out how we're going to uh, play this game. There's uh, maximum. Okay. Great. And then I assume the. Reverse is minimum, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there's also heat controls. Okay, yeah, just Dan, use maximum. You know, it does, Dan, don't. Dan, what kind of a, Dan, what kind of a diffuser do you use on that? Because your hair looks great. Diffuser. Yeah. You're, what kind of diffuser on your uh, your hair dryer? You know what this is? This is a uh, this is a uh, the 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 secret to my hair is a little little specks of sand in the product I use. It makes oh, my hair my hair all sandy. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that sounds it's, terrible. Did you mix the sand in yourself, or did no. it come with the sand? It's so you look windblown, like you've been to the beach. It's, oh, you know, yeah. it's like it's like that idea that was on Seinfeld, but <laughs> real. Well, yeah, but 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 it actually it works. So you didn't take hair product and take it to the beach and just pour sand in, or a mm. child's sandbox, possibly. No, but that does seem like a good cost cutting measure. It does. Yeah, I can't wait to see your new look, where your hand is just your hand, your hair is just slathered in uh, sand filled uh, product. That'll be. I mean, great. how how many businesses are just people taking ideas from old Seinfeld episodes? Like, there's got to be just like a muffin tops place. There's yeah, got to yeah. be a uh, get out like court. A, like a, where a, you can you can a pay soup that, Nazi thing. You can pay people to push mm-hmm. other people and yell "get out." Yeah, yeah. Irish hurts. <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, uh, kitchens that only have cereal in them. That's a th- mm-hmm. that's the thing that people have. Uh, have you guys ever uh, freeze framed on an episode of Seinfeld and looked at the VHS tapes that he has around his? I have not. Around his. Tell me. Oh, you sh- they so clearly just bought a bunch of surplus tapes from a store. That's he has like right. he has like Child's Play two and multiple copies of stuff like Navy Seals. Like it's just random random VHS yeah, that's tapes. Gr- like imagine Jerry Seinfeld sitting down there with a big old bowl of popcorn. Ready to watch Shouts play too. <laughs> it's hard to imagine. Uh, the same way that he has a bike hanging up on his wall, and it is very hard for me to imagine him riding a bicycle at any point. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. but we're not here to talk about Seinfeld. This isn't the sign house. This is the flop house. So, guys, okay, plug in, Stuart, your Mad Cats controller, Dan, uh-huh, your hair dryer, and get ready yeah. to play the video game that involves talking about video game movies. That's right. The title screen is coming up. By the way, this is an 8-bit game, I should mention. Okay, an 8-bit okay. game, the title screen comes up. Flop Dudes 2, Streets of Dragons. Now, okay. this is the game you're playing. It's a uh, kind of a side-scroller and kind of a RPG, but not much of an RPG. It's really more of a side-scroller fighting game. Okay. Uh, so do you guys want to choose one player or two players? Are you going to take turns? We should, or we should, we should probably do two players. Yeah, right? play yeah, together. Right? Collab. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. Okay, so you select two players. And... Yeah. Okay. Just waiting uh, for you to press start. 
Oh, oh, yeah, let's hit start. Okay, I there you go. We weren't supposed to describe what we're doing. <laughs> well, you have to. You do have to communicate it. But uh, so, okay. uh, so I should mention, Alex, if you can put in as many. I should have said this earlier, Alex. If you can put in as many eight-bit uh, sound effects and musics and things like that as you can, that'd be great during this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I briefly considered uh, within up, budget. <laughs> within, yeah, don't break the bank. Uh, briefly considered getting like a soundboard with video game sounds. Then I was like, but my headphones are plugged into the computer, so the microphone's not going to pick up any of it. So yeah. none of mm-hmm. us would hear it. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so you That's press a good, start. Good tactic catch okay oh it's the opening it's the opening uh cutscene. okay here oh i see the two the two flop dudes uh dan and Stu, burly wearing sleeveless t-shirts and jeans very tight jeans and big black boots and uh they're walking into a big corporate building now the camera pans up i guess we're following the elevator and we go to the top and now the flop dudes have uh are walking into a big office and there's kind of a gruff bald guy wearing suspenders and uh and a you know a business suit and everything sitting behind his desk and uh now for this part you have to imagine that uh i am this character animated and my mouth is just opening and closing that's all the animation Uh and you're hearing but then text comes up on the bottom of the screen Mm. that explains Uh what he's saying so he's saying okay all right flop dudes i've got another job for you but first we're gonna talk about video game movies so you may already be aware the history mm-hmm. of video game movies. Video games, they haven't been around as long as movies. Were you aware of that? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Pret- you select yes. Yeah, you got to select yes. <laughs> okay, we'll select that. Okay, good. That'll save us some time. Now, the first video game movies were about fictional video games. Can you think of any of those? Uh, like The Last Starfighter? Exactly. Uh... uh... That's the only one I can think okay, of. Okay, I also would have accepted Tron, Tron or possibly yeah. War Games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, two, two more, arguably more famous like movies. <laughs> than Last Starfighter, sure. I mean, the. Thermonuclear War. Yeah. So they didn't really start making movies based on video games until the 1990s, starting with Super Mario Brothers, which you guys will be talking about on September 25th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Just Google Simple Ticks Flophouse Mario Brothers. That's how you can find the tickets. Uh, now, you guys. The uh, did you were you aware that the Super Mario Brothers movie was really the first big budget movie based on a video game? Uh, no, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that or Double Dragon was was the first one. Double Dragon came after. Do you really think this is me talking not on myself, Stu? I would never be this rough on you. This is yeah, me as no. your gruff boss. You really think they would have made a Double Dragon movie before a Super Mario Brothers movie? Like, what world are you living on where they would make a movie based on not as famous a game when at yeah, that time but, Super Mario was the most recognizable video game character in the world? But it's such an easier, like, thing because you don't have to make, like, Koopas and, and pipes and shit. You have to make and, Bobos. And Koopa paratroopers. True, yeah. That's even harder. And the, bullet the bills? Koopa, the ca- flying Koopa, turls? Yeah, that's, that is hard stuff to and do. And shy guys? <laughs> the, the, the hard part with the shy guys is they don't want to be on camera. And dry so bones? Just, which yeah. one is dry bones? He's the dry bones, dude. He's the, oh, yeah, he's the, skele- he's he's the skeleton Koopa. Koopa. Got, oh, the yeah, skeleton Koopa. Skeleton I thought he was just though. called skeleton turtle or something. Yeah. Okay, nope. well, uh, as you know, video game movies don't have a great reputation. That's mostly because they're not very good, most of them. Mm-hmm. I would posit that video game movies are kind of in the same place that comic book movies were 20 years ago, where the people making the movies don't really care that much about the underlying properties, and therefore they're just kind of using them as a launching off point for whatever. And they haven't figured out how to transfer the enjoyment you get in one form to the enjoyment you get in another medium. What do you guys say about that? (laughs) 
Can we like just mash the controller to try and skip this cutscene? You can try. You can try. Going it. on a long time. Yeah, normally I I like porn scroll or something during cutscenes, <laughs> which probably causes very strange uh, like fusing in my synapses between well, the that's, two that's, activities. That's why that's why you're you're so uh, turned on by Mass Effect now. Yeah. Uh, that's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I like to imagine though that when you say porn scrolling, you mean you take out antique scrolls of <laughs> of like erotic art from ancient Egypt and you just yeah, yeah. pour over it. Yeah, yeah. look well, at that ibis. Yeah, it's it's like the Handmaiden, right? Where uh, where when you want to get a boner, you put on a fucking tuxedo and go to a weird guy's house <laughs> so his niece can you read to, you a fucking hot story. You don't do that now. <laughs> yeah, to listen to a lady read you cover to cover an erotic hardcover book. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think do you think they read the whole book in the hand, or is it she's just reading selections or short stories? I don't know, Maybe man. And these guys are just sitting there the whole fucking time. Like, do they have to take breaks to go fucking crank it? <laughs> I imagine <laughs> at the beginning breaks. he goes the, at the beginning the guy who runs the place he's like, thank you for joining this very exclusive, very elite presentation. <laughs> yep. If you perchance need a break to crank it. Please step, stand up from the bleachers and go to the crank it room, which has been provided for you. You'll See, notice what... each of you has received your own room. Please do not use another client's crank it room. Please stay it, in your room. And does it pipe the fucking narration into the crank it room, or are you going to miss parts of the story? Because then you'll come back and you'll be like, Wait, what happened? This is a very good question. You'll notice that the walls and door of the Cranket Room are quite thin, so you should be able to hear the reading through. Although, conversely, we can also hear you cranking in the Cranket Room. That's so part of it. That's part if, of it for me. If you Okay, if it is, then not a problem. We only ask that you not crank it too loud so that everyone can enjoy the reading. But if you are shy, such as the, uh, the client sitting next to you, a shy guy, uh, then and do not want to be heard while you're cranking it, please... Do your best to muffle the sounds of your cranking however you feel is appropriate. Now, while you are cranking, please, uh, you will see a crank on the wall. That is the mank crank. Please do not <laughs> yank the mank crank. You'll notice that directly above is a sign that says do not yank. We would appreciate it if you would please follow that sign and avoid yanking the mank crank. Each crank room is, of course, equipped with its own mank crank, but only for emergency purposes. Please refrain from yanking them during your normal cranking. And now, for the next, and now, our feature presentation, a lady reads a sex story to you. And now, the fisherman's wife's dream, the book. <laughs> okay, guys. Seems like we've had enough of this cutscene. Time for you to get go out there and save the governor's niece from the ninjas that have kidnapped her. Looking mm -hmm. back, I probably should have explained that mission more than the other stuff, but we don't really have time. You already mashed the buttons and the cutscene is ending. So get out there and save the governor's niece from the ninjas. Okay, so now uh, it, it cuts to the two of you kind of looking at each other and your eyebrows go up like, this is going to be fun. And yeah. it's fading to the next. So that's the end of the cutscene. Now uh, we see the street where the main side-scrolling level is going to be taking place. Okay. Uh, you guys, of course. Punching, punching, kicking, Wait, wait, wait. wait. Punching. Oh. Stop, no, stop. You've got to wait till you walk out. Okay, you walk oh. out, and then there's an, ex there's an animated explosion uh, revealing a car, and a governor's niece is carried into the car going, help me, help me, flop dudes. And then that drives away. Now you can begin to move. Okay, so I assume, so you're walking down the street, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. It well, sounds like if there's any, if there's any like piles of garbage, uh, I would interact yeah. with them by punching or kicking, Ple- hoping yes, that I, turkey, turkey legs would You are off. way ahead of me. Feel free to punch any garbage, fire hydrants, uh, mailboxes, <laughs> lampposts to see if there are coins or meat inside. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah I, I'm also, I'm also walking down and I'm, I'm every once in a while I'm jumping just cause it, you know, I, it moves a little faster that way. Yeah. Sure. Know, let's, let's get some jump sound effects, Alex. Just throw a bunch in, and hopefully he did. Uh, Dan, just in case Alex didn't, can you give us some uh, homemade jump sound effects? Sure. Uh, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I'll accept boing, it, boing. I guess. <laughs> Wait, boy yoing did you say? Yeah, I was just throwing in yeah. a, a just like a wild one for <laughs> okay, so good. you have options. Thanks, I yeah. appreciate that. Uh, Alex, don't just cover those up with some real 8-bit sounds if you can. Uh, <laughs> Okay, you're walking down the street, you're walking down the street, punching at stuff. Uh, Stuart finds some coins, Dan finds oh, a turkey yeah. leg. Now Stuart finds a turkey leg, yep. Dan finds some coins. And now, uh-oh, here come some ninjas. It's three ninjas. Uh, they're, and Do you they recognize this. They are the three ninjas from Three Ninjas Kickback. Uh, and so these are children you're fighting. So please, uh, oh, no. now this cool. is when the flop dudes really have to look inside themselves. They're like, we know that they're involved with the kidnapping of the governor's niece, uh, but should we be fighting the children? And what do you guys do? Do you start punching and kicking? Of course. Yeah, I, I, I pick up a, a garbage can and throw it at him. Okay, you can do that. You can interact with the environment to that. Okay, so you one of the ninjas is already knocked out, and he fades away, revealing uh, a VHS copy of the three ninjas kickback. Do you pick it up? Mm. <laughs> sure, why not? Oh, you've actually... media is you, important back you, then. You've lost a little life. You should not have picked that up. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> so, Stuart, now <laughs> there's another ninja who's doing a lot of jump kicks on you. What are you going to do? Okay, so I'm going to try and time the jump kicks for him to jump kick over me, and then I'm going to punch him in the back. Okay. That's his least offended part of his body, I'm assuming, unless he's a turtle. Uh, no, these are not turtles yet. Oh, uh, okay. So, okay, and it works. Great. So he fades away and, and turns into a copy of that other Three Ninjas movie with Hulk Hogan in it. Do you pick it up? Of course I pick it up. Great, you gain some life. Perfect. Wait, is that High Noon and Magic Mountain? High Noon, something like one? that. High Noon and, and Mystery Mountain Madness in the Marvel Man. Mare. Marble Madness. Manor. Marble, yeah. Uh-oh, speaking of which, here come Man the marbles. Uh-oh, that third ninja ran away, and he. Uh, but he whistled, and some marbles are coming down. Uh, you guys, are you going to try to punch and kick them? Uh, or just jump try, over them? I try and time it and jump over them. Okay, yeah. good. Dan, you're going to jump? Go, okay, good. Don't jump. try to punch and kick those marbles. They'll just roll you over, and then you sit up, and there's little birdies around your head, and you lose some life. Okay, uh, great. So you've got past those ninjas. Uh-oh, more ninjas, but these ones are turtles. What are you going to do? Oh, uh, I throw a pizza at them. <laughs> okay, I should have mentioned these are not Ninja Turtles mutants. These are just regular turtles that have trained under a Ninja Master and are now ninjas. So they're very small. I don't think they eat pizza. <laughs> well, well, I mean, that's yeah, it's important to learn. I mean, okay, Dan, uh, show me show me the pictures or video you have of regular turtles eating pizza. You're right. I don't have any yet because on my phone. You're, you're right because it's currently. But. I imagine a lot of herpetologists were watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and being like, sure, they're ninjas and they're mutants, but eating pizza's not so out of the ordinary. Okay, if they're, if they're regular-sized turtles, I pick them up carefully and return them to the water. Okay, that's very sweet of you. That's very sweet. You can get diseases that way, but this time you don't. And you get uh, uh, you get you hear like a... And that means you got extra little turtle care points. And you can mm. redeem those turtle care points at a, at a Petco near you for turtle food, uh, which in this yeah. case is pizza. So I guess you got... <laughs> Uh, you were right. I'm just looking at the at it right now. I guess I guess you can't have pizza for turtles. Okay, you're moving along. Okay, now you have a choice of one of three buildings to walk into. One is marked school, one is marked police station, and one is marked the bank. 
Which mm. one do you walk in to look for the governor's niece? Dan, where do you where do you think they would hold the governor's niece? Uh, well, probably not in a police station because okay. that's where criminals don't like to go. Unless you, um, <laughs> someone hasn't seen uh, <laughs> hasn't seen a uh, low winter sun because or the shield because there's quite a lot of corrupt characters in the police. Well, no, no, I mean not those criminals. Obviously, there are a lot of corrupt cops. I'm just saying that. Uh, kidnappers don't like to walk straight into the police department. That's fair. That's fair. You may still need to as go in a there strategy. Somewhere. But which okay, terminators or something? Which, that's true. Which le- so do you want to go into the school? Yeah, let's go into the school. Okay, yeah. you walk into the school, and it fades out, and then it fades back in. We see a classroom, and again, mm-hmm. animation of you guys walking on. You can't do anything yet. Okay, uh, and the teacher turns to you and says, "It's those flop dudes." Get them. This is like a word balloon that appears above uh-huh. above their head, and they're like, so there's flop, there's flop tubes. Get them. Uh oh, it's a classroom full of like ten kids, and they are and they're wearing uh, it's real um, you know, uh, battle royale stuff. They're all wearing like private school uniforms, and they are ready uh-huh. to attack you, guys. Are you are you gonna fight back, or are you gonna run out of this room like a couple of whiny babies? So I pick up a desk and throw it at the kids. Excellent. You can interact with the environment in this one. Yes, you pick up the desk. You take out two kids. Uh, they fade away and turn into uh, Gogurt. Uh, are you going to pick that up? <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, great. Adds to your health. That's fantastic. Uh, Dan, I'm what are you doing? I'm going to pick up uh, the, the erasers, and I'm going to clap them to create a cloud of dust. You can't do that. <laughs> under the cover of dust. No, Attack. you can't do that. This what? is an 8-bit video game. There's only so okay. much you can interact with the environment. You can pick stuff up and throw it. Okay, I pick up an eraser and I throw it. You can't. Do, it's just part of the background. It causes okay. a cloud oh, of dust. Oh, man. I mean, there's other desks. There's the teacher's desk. If you really want to pick something on a throw, or you can just any, punch some of these kids. Are there any battle toads around? That's a good question. Sort of form some, an alliance some of the, with. You gotta be some honest. Of the, some of the students are battle toads. You notice as you hit them and their masks come off. Uh oh, they're this is gonna be harder than you think. And some of them are waving chains in the air. Uh, in fact, oh, there's no. one coming at you waving a chain in the air. What do you do? Okay, well, I visited the game Narc earlier and mm-hmm. picked up some needles that I throw. At this, this is person. not a thing you can do. I don't know what. <laughs> oh, like, God. I don't know what. All right, gum- I punch them. Jeez. Okay, thanks. I don't know what Gumby video game you've been living in, where you can go to other video games and bring stuff in with you. You know. Uh. Uh, like seems game. yeah, it seems like an ad for a game genie that you would see in the back of like a yeah computer yeah magazine. Sh- yeah I, I, I don't know what kind of Smash Brothers world do you think this is where all the video game characters live together and fight all the time. Okay, so you punch, that's great. You timed the punch pretty well, but unfortunately, another student with a chain hit you in the back of the head, so you lost some life mm. points on that one. Um, and while you're in the middle of this uh, very dangerous scene, it seems like a good place for an advertisement. Dan, I believe we have a sponsor today. <laughs> The Flop House is sponsored in part by Lumi Labs Microdose Drops. Microdose is really different from other hemp products because it contains microdoses of THC in balance with cannabinoids like CBD and CBG. This way you can eat just one microdose and feel a nice mood lift from the THC without getting high. I've tried these microdose uh, drops uh, I have found uh, that microdosing uh, cannabinoids uh, helps me just sort of relax in the way I interact with the world, um, where I might um, normally sort of uh, feel, 
uptight and stiff and angry in my reactions to various things. I am able to bend and not snap, um, as well as uh, just relaxing, uh, you know, feeling better about anxiety, sleeping better. It's uh, It's been very helpful for me. Yeah, so, I found the, the, the sleep help is, is pretty great and just cutting out some of the stress. Yeah, especially at this stressful time. Um, this is a unique product, and you should check it out. Microdosing is a popular daily practice for people who want to feel better and be healthier. If you're interested in learning more about microdosing THC, just do a quick search online or go to microdosedrops.com slash top uses. And if you ever want to experience the benefits of microdosing yourself, microdosedrops.com delivers to all 50 states to get free shipping and 30% off your first order, use code FLOP. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdosedrops.com slash top uses and code FLOP. If you're sick of constantly arguing with the people closest to you about topics that really aren't going to change the world, we're here to take that stress off of your shoulders. We take care of it for you on We Got This with Mark and Hal. That's right, Hal. If you have a subjective question that you want answered objectively once and for all time for all of the people of the world, questions like, who's the best Disney villain, Mac or PC, or should you put ketchup on a hot dog? That's why we're here. Yes, I get that these are the biggest questions of our time. And we're often joined by special guests like Nathan Fillion, Orlando Jones, and Paget Brewster. So let Mark and Hal take care of it for you on We Got This with Mark and Hal, weekly on Maximum Fun. Hey, I'm Janet Farney, host of the JV Club podcast. Ah, high school. Was it a time of adventure, romance, and discovery? Class of 95, we did it! Or a time of angst, disappointment, and confusion. We're all tied together by four years of trauma at this place, but enjoy adulthood, I guess. The truth is, it was both. So join me on the JV Club podcast where I invite some great friends like Kristen Bell, Angela Kinsey, Oscar Nunez, Neil Patrick Harris, and Keegan-Michael Key to talk about high school, the good, the bad, and everything in between. My teenage mood swings are getting harder to manage. The JV Club. Find it on Maximum Fun. And back to you, Ellie. Okay, and thanks for that, Dan. Thanks to our sponsors. We're now back to the continuing adventure of Flop Dudes 2, Streets of Dragons for the NES uh-huh. and Sega Master System. Now, <laughs> Dan... So, uh, okay. so what I now do is I grab Dan's hands, and then that allows him to do, like, a jump kick maneuver. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah. we do a team We do a team up. Okay, and while you're doing... Okay, so that... Like that, a fastball special. Yeah, well, kind and of, actually yeah, but with more of, kicking, yeah. It, that creates a lot of kicking, and that creates almost an energy blast that wipes out all the kids. But the teacher wow. is still there, and the teacher is shaking their hands at you, and then a word balloon comes up, and it says, Hey, you flop dudes, what video game movie memories do you have? So hmm. I think to get through this level, you're going to have to talk about some video game movie memories. Uh, do you have any particular mm-hmm. memories of seeing them in the theaters, ones that you particularly liked or didn't like? I remember seeing Doom in the movie theater the with Carl Urban, uh, you know, big time fave Carl Urban fan. You know, he was Aomer in The Lord of the Rings, as well as a bunch of other shit. He's Dread and Judge Dread, you know, all that shit. Sure, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's got Dwayne The Rock Johnson in a rare villain role. He's not often the villain. Um, 
and it has it's known for having a sequence that's like a first person like shooter type sequence. And I remember not being particularly impressed with it. Did you guys ever see that one? <laughs> I never saw it, but I remember when some, I think it might have been Dwayne Johnson. He was coming on The Daily Show to promote Doom. And if I remember correctly, the clip they showed was just close ups, like panning close ups of the huge gun that he carries in Doom. And then he goes, like, That's some gun. And that was the whole clip. <laughs> it, was, we like, it was like, Really? That was the promotional clip? It was just close ups of this big gun? Okay. Uh, but do you think so? Do you think it was successful or not successful? Them trying to replicate the video game experience with a first-person shooting scene. I mean, I think. I mean, I think they obviously attempted. I don't think it was particularly uh, successful. And it. I think it also goes to. I mean, you're trying to recreate something that has. I mean, I, I think the later Doom games have a storyline, but only barely. I mean, there. It's basically an excuse to blow the shit out of some demons with cool guns. So, I don't know. It feels unnecessary, right? Like, I mean, I get that they're trying to like to to bring the game mechanics into the movie, but you're right. it's it's the the feel of a first person shooter video game is different from the feel of a first person movie sequence where you feel as if if anything, your body has been hijacked and is be you are or you're the homunculus from the Martin Amos book Times Arrow that is just uh-huh. inside the head of the hero watching everything through the hero's eyes, but not really participating. That's how you describe most POV stuff you watch, right? As yeah, like, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, at this point, there's only two kinds of POV stuff I, <laughs> I see, and it's video games and another <laughs> thing. But, uh, Dan, what about you? Any particular video game movie memories or moments or magic? I've uh, so, Yeah, I was quiet for a while because I was looking up some things. I, I remember watching— POV stuff? Not while we're uh, recording, Dan, please. <laughs> Street Fighter for the first time and being— uh, just delighted, you know. I mean, like as as you, you've uh, R.I.P. Sonny Chiba, there aren't a lot of uh, you know good uh, uh, video game movies. Um, I was per- going to say, unfortunately, I actually have no particular. <laughs> I mean, it's, it doesn't <laughs> really matter. The, I mean, other than what, like Synecdoche, New York, is kind of a adaptation of Sim City, right? It is. Yeah, yep. I guess so. Mm-hmm. But like I, as a aficionado of the crap and the detritus of uh, pop culture, uh, they are a gold mine. And I remember watching Street Fighter for the first time, and it is a delight in a in like a, in a camp way. Uh, Raul Julia puts in a great performance. Uh, sadly, you know, uh, while dying, uh, but he does a great job on a in a bad movie Stephen E. D'Souza who wrote it I think I read somewhere that he wrote it in like a weekend <laughs> but I'm I'm I may be making that up uh but um and that's, I also that's remember, a fucking like, goal I, right there to write a Street yeah. Fighter movie in a weekend and oh, get man. Raul Julia to fucking do it <laughs> yeah I also remember like when I mean I, was, I don't think it was the beauty of the script that convinced Raul Julia to take on the role of no but it's like it feels like you're doing a bit right where you're like let's see if I could get him to do this <laughs> Um, the, so. like, let's see if we can get him to wear this hat. Yeah, let's <laughs> let, let's see if he'll do a psycho crusher. The um, <laughs> the I feel like maybe like the Tomb Raider movies are kind of fun. Am, mm-hmm. I, am I misremembering uh, them? I mean, the Tomb Raider movies it, it kind of helps them that they are essentially Indiana Jones the game, right? Yeah. That they're yeah. they're a little bit closer to a movie already than the than Street Fighter, which is just a tournament of monsters and, and Angelina Jolie. I think is a pretty. I think Angelina Jolie is a pretty fun, like, action hero. Yeah. 
I remember just being bored by the Tomb Raider movies, but I remember enjoying the new one with Alicia Vikander surprisingly uh, well, and I saw it on the uh, cruise to Alaska that oh, I was on with cool. you, Stu. Oh, when, you when, you were, when you were all downstairs watching the uh, the the stand-up comic, <laughs> whoever was booked on that cruise, Oof. I was underneath a blanket under the rain upstairs on on the deck oh, watching I think you made the right choice. I feel like that yeah. that uh that comic probably has some firm opinions about cancel culture. Uh, <laughs> I liked Dan though that you were you spent a lot of money to be on a cruise and then you're like, I think I'll watch Tomb Raider while I'm here. <laughs> hey, man. What can I not do at home? I watched <laughs> a lot of movies play and I'll I'll see it out. <laughs> I watched a lot of episodes of The Love Boat, which was playing constantly on that cruise. At least that's thematically appropriate. You know. Yeah. And it's it always, was a, it was a princess too. And it was a princess cruise, and princess cruises are like there's like a love boat tie-in already. Oh, I see. Well, uh, now the teacher in the school says, "Okay, that's good. You can leave now. There's <laughs> okay. no, there's no niece here. So you guys tromp back mm. out on the street. You got two places you can go next: the bank or the police station. Just go to. Let's go fuck up a bank, dude. Okay, sure. okay, guys. Ooh, bad choice. This is one of those annoying puzzle levels where you got to move a bunch of blocks around. Uh, okay. okay, okay. No one likes uh. these. These are the worst levels ever. Can um, I? Can I just look up? Can I just? Uh, look yeah, up a just wiki go look to up, how to complete the puzzle. Yeah, look look up a walkthrough or a cheat <laughs> cheat on this. Uh, yeah, while you're while, while you're doing like, that, uh, like last half day. the shrines in Breath of the Wild, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> or like the only way to get through Mist was to like was to just buy the book that was like flip the switch this way ten times. You're like, okay, there was no way I was gonna figure that out on my own. Uh, so <laughs> while while Stewart's looking up the walkthrough for this police station puzzle section, oh sorry, the bank puzzle section. Uh, Dan, why do you think uh, video game movies don't usually work that well? It's a puzzle in its own in its own way. Well, um, hmm. well, the early ones, the problem was that there just wasn't enough to build out a plot, uh, and like I think that something like Super Mario Brothers, which I actually have never seen, I'm looking very I'm looking very much uh, forward to watching it for the show. I'm excited about it. But it's my understanding that they dealt with that by just like making up a bunch of weird stuff. Oh yeah, which wholesale, uh, which you know may not have worked in this instance, but I think um, is a better way at least of going about it than a lot of people who uh, seem to have just like taken these uh, games with very basic concepts and then not done any of that thought to change it. Um, You're talking about like I that think- that Cubert movie that was literally just him jumping around on blocks. <laughs> yep. And it was like why For why three hours. Why is Paul Giamatti doing this role? Like yeah. he doesn't I mean, it's not even, <laughs> I mean, what was that yeah. what was that movie where he got he got covered in blue paint with Frankie Muniz? Oh, uh, like Big, uh, Fat, Big Liar. Fat Liar. Yeah, Big yeah. Fat Liar, yeah. There, somebody this reminds me speaking of Paul Giamatti, sorry, that uh on our last episode uh when my son Sammy was on, we were talking about the restaurant Pea Soup Anderson's and someone tweeted at me, Oh, you should go there and then you, it's real close to where they shot some of Sideways. So you can see where Paul Giamatti was oh. in Sideways and I was like, Yeah, my kid's gonna love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For, Sammy hasn't ever had Merlot because of uh Giamatti's character's uh, thoughts on the matter. Uh, no, I the other, but I wanted to say the more recent um, 
you know, uh, uh, video games obviously have a lot more sophisticated storytelling. But at that point, you have the sophisticated storytelling, and then you're taking away at a movie the one thing that makes a video game more unique, uh, which is the interactivity. Like, mm-hmm. you're removing one of the lodestones of what a video game is at that point. You're saying, because a video game is not a, it, even though some do deliver stories, it is not essentially a story, a narrative delivering system. It is an interaction delivering yeah. system. So you're yeah. saying that uh, – so you're saying it's not based on a video game, but the, probably the best adaptation of the idea of video games to movies was Mr. Payback, <laughs> the yep. movie that let you choose what would happen next. It's classic. <laughs> I still haven't you seen it. You're making payback. it sound really cool. I mean it's all up on YouTube. It's terrible, but <laughs> you should okay. you could, you go see. Uh, so, Stu, uh, the, uh, you, it looks – have you figured out how to do the puzzle or do you want to answer the question? Uh, I, just, I just did the puzzle. Oh, so. great. Okay. It unlocks a door. And behind the door, uh, you see there's a box. What are you going to do with that box? I'm going to open the box to get my treasure. Well, there's only one way to open up. There's a couple ways to open the box. Uh, you can punch it or kick it or throw it. Yeah, I'm going to punch it. Uh-oh. Ooh, inside was a person. You should not have punched that box. Okay. Uh, and they say, no, the governor's I don't wait. Niece- which of those three options would have not been a problem? Yeah, exactly. Date. Blame the player, not the game. Look, you should have been able to. Maybe what? you shouldn't have punched. <laughs> maybe it shouldn't have been so important to you to punch this box or open it at all. It's none of your business. Yeah. Walk into a building and do a puzzle, and there's a box behind. You think you can just open it up? That's uh, a good point. Sure. Good yeah. point. So, uh, blame the player, not the game. That was that was where I went wrong in a lot of my yeah. breakup confessionals with girlfriends. Yeah. Girlfriends. Uh, so uh, the it's inside the person that's go. Oh, the governor's niece is in another building. Oh, oh sorry okay. guys. I guess you did that puzzle for nothing. Yeah, no, wait. It's fine. A little star floats around why dan this, dan you want to grab why, that star what yeah i do but why does this person have any inside knowledge on the governor's niece uh considering that they've been inside a box good point uh, th- that information is not <laughs> okay. not applicable not right now yeah, yeah. it doesn't All say right. well, uh, i grab that star okay uh you hear a little fanfare and it says oh you just got 14 nintendo bucks nintendo bucks oh. can be redeemed for free nintendo merchandise Valid until January 15th, 1987. So uh, oh, I think enjoy that. Uh, I don't know what you can do with it now. Great stuff. Yeah, great stuff. So, are we are we playing this on like a Raspberry Pi or something? How do we get this emulator? <laughs> <laughs> a Raspberry Pi? It's like a mini, like a mini computer. Okay. Not a uh, not the food. I think. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure, and I th- I was like, I I'm not. Is this is this like some kind of that sex was one slang of those, I've never heard before. Every or? once in a while, I'll make jokes that I know neither of you will get, but I'm assuming mm. somebody who's listening will. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's my Twitter feed. It's just jokes <laughs> for my own benefit. Yep. Mm, very clear, very clear. Uh, I think that should be your Twitter bio is just jokes for my own benefit. <laughs> okay, guys, you walk back out onto the street. So you've been to, that was what, the bank? Yeah. Or the okay, yeah. you went to the bank. You gotta go to the police station. Okay, uh, so you you're gonna walk in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's fuck it up. Yeah. Okay, you walk in the police station. Uh oh, guys, boss level, boss level, boss level. You walk oh. in, and there's a guy, there's a police officer at a desk, and then he hurls the desk away, and he goes ah, and there's flashing lights, and his uniform rips as he gets bigger and bigger, and he turns into kind of a bull man, like a half bull, half man, kind of like the Chicago Bulls oh, wow. mascot logo, but like, and with the with this complete with the steam puffing out of his nostrils and sure, yeah. and now he starts running back and forth across 
the screen. Uh, and uh-oh, Dan, you don't get out of the way in time, and it knocks you down. Uh, and you, a little animated ghost starts coming out of your body, and it says, continue, question mark? Now, Stu, are you going to use your extra life that you picked up before to bring Dan back to help you with this boss? Yeah, yeah, because I need somebody to distract the boss. Okay, so great. I can kick him in the back. Uh, so Dan's, there's a little eight-bit animation of Dan's ghost hovering up into heaven, and then a big hand comes out and goes, "Whoa!" and shoves Dan's ghost back into his body, and a single tear goes down the ghost's face because it's going back to this veil of tears, this this land of uh, yeah. of pain that we call life. I thought it was time to rest finally. No, because you got this bull guy to fight. So the bull guy, he's running across the screen. Oh, he's running towards you guys. Are you guys gonna time it to jump to get over him? Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna watch the pattern of the running and, and jump at appropriate times. Okay, great. You do it. You jump, and he bangs his head on like a bell that's been set up, uh, like kind of at Coyote Ugly. Like if you order whatever, I don't oh, know, right, whatever right. drink it's, it is. Is it the bell the cops set up when they when they arrest somebody so they ring it? No, it's the bell they ring when uh, when someone calls with a ghost sighting and Janine goes, we got one. Oh, so it's one that makes sense. Yeah. That yeah. yeah, and that, because it turns out this isn't actually a, a real police station. It's a it's an abandoned police station that's now a Ghostbusters facility. Uh, but, oh, perfect. But they hadn't, they hadn't finished putting up the new sign yet. So this is actually probably a ghost bull man that you're, yeah. that you're fighting. Right now it just says Hostbusters, which yeah, yeah. is very confusing. Yeah, they're buying it the letters works. on the installment plan backwards. <laughs> Yeah. So people think they're going, they're like, I think that, I I think that the host at my restaurant has been giving away free meals to his friends. I need you to stake him out and find out. And they're like, sorry, yeah. sir, we get that a lot. This is not actually host busters. We haven't got the full yeah. sign up just yet. Well, that's uh -huh. very confusing. Yeah. Well, you should, with, before we put the HO up, people thought it was ST busters, like street busters. And uh -huh. they keep coming to us to like, say, to, for, to borrow jackhammers and things like that. We don't have that kind of equipment. Uh -huh. so. And while they still have the jackhammers for dealing with renegade hosts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> et cetera. Et cetera. And so, <laughs> you, all, you know exactly where that would go. Let's continue doing this bit. Uh, okay, so the, this, this uh, ghost bull, you got to keep jumping. So uh, now, uh, at this point, also, you have uh, lasers. Did I not mention that before? Okay. Uh, we on. have lasers, or there's lasers that we have to deal with? Both. You have lasers that you can use <laughs> okay. to shoot the, the ghost bull guy, but also there's lasers shooting out of his horns and out of little eyes that have opened up at the top of the screen, very contra. And so uh, you have mm -hmm. to jump out of those lasers and you got to shoot the bull guy and you can't let him run into you. So it's a very elaborate timing. Some would say too difficult for a first yeah. level boss. It's, yeah, that's it's turning about, into like a bullet hell type game. Yeah, but that's the thing about Flop Dudes too is it's got a very steep learning curve. It, uh -huh. First, yeah. you're just punching flat, uh, lampposts and mailboxes and finding finding meat inside, uh -huh. suddenly you're dodging lasers. It's like so, Dark Souls. Uh, so what are you guys going to do? Are you going to dodge the lasers and defeat the boss? Y yeah, is there yeah, like... Yeah, I think we probably should, right? <laughs> is there is there any sort of like uh, part body part that seems to be more prominent That's than the others? Point. Or a different color or flashes more when you shoot it? Like, yeah, are there, are there chunks of armor that shake when we shoot them and then eventually fall off? Well, you'll, yeah. notice, you'll notice that happens to his horns. His horns fall off, and each time uh -huh. he does, he goes... Wah, 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 wah. Like he gives you a, like a mean look, and then he yeah. goes back to running. 
Uh, and then you'll also notice uh, that his suspenders are, are getting looser. So yeah. I think so. You're gonna have to shoot those this suspenders some, to make his pants. This is some killer graphics. <laughs> these are 8-bit graphics. This is, this is they did a great job with it. They really made these sprites detailed back then. Uh, yeah. So okay, so you're gonna aim at the suspenders while the lasers are shooting yeah. around. Uh-huh, okay. Yep. Uh, you'll notice the wall opens up and a bunch of robot dogs run in, but that's just animation oh. in the background. That doesn't actually affect okh. the gameplay. It's oh, just to so they're like you. spectators in a Street Fighter. Exactly. Level. Yeah, they're like spectators. In Space Jam, uh, a new legacy. They're constantly <laughs> pumping their fi- their dog fists in the air and just no matter what's going are. on. Exactly, even during the timeouts. Uh, so okay, uh, you're still shooting lasers at his suspenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of okay, course. Okay, his his pants fall down, revealing boxer shorts with hearts on them. He's very uh-huh. embarrassed, and he trips and falls from the his the uh, the pants around his ankles and <laughs> onto a letter opener. <laughs> onto a letter opener, blood everywhere. It's it's all over the screen, and uh, and you and actually Dan's sprite uh, vomits on 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 camera, and Stewart <laughs> is just shaking his head and he's covering his eyes. This is not anything everyone uh-huh. to see. He he knew when he was a, became a flop dude that life would be tough, that he'd have to be tough to yeah. survive. But he didn't realize that this was what he was signing up for. Yeah, little and, uh, animated tears are shooting out the side of my head. <laughs> yeah, and there, and uh, it's at this moment that uh, that uh, the the whole ground starts to shake, and uh, and the big boss shows up. Uh, and the floor opens up, and you guys fall into Wait, a pit. Big boss from the fucking. Metal Gear Solid series? No, don't take it literally. No, okay. this is the uh, this is the game boss. It's a one level game with a, with a little boss level at the end. Uh, you're actually in hell itself. You're in hell, and there's oh. and there's Satan, and he's huge. It's just like Dante described him. He has three heads, and each head is chewing on a different historical traitor, uh, Judas, Brutus, and I think Cassius is the other one. Uh, and his his waist is encased. You never in ice. you never updated that shit. <laughs> I mean, name a now, traitor that was as I guess Benedict Arnold is in there. Sure, yeah. Why did Why did the devil kidnap this girl? Like I, Dan, it, Dan, we don't have quite. This is the governor's niece. We don't have time to. We okay. got to save her. And so the devil he starts pounding on the ice you're on, and then he looks at you, and a word balloon comes out. And it says, "If you could make a movie out of any video game, what video game would you make into a movie?" It's a good question. Oh man, you know. This is I. <laughs> there is a time limit. <laughs> okay, I, I we mentioned it before. You know, I really loved Marble Madness when I was a kid. It's a it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a game that like, <laughs> you know, in the uh, in the uh, uh, arcade with the big games like I forget what they're called. Um, Cabinets. They have the track. What? Like our arcade game cabinets? You mean? Yeah, the cabinets. Like it would have the trackpad, of course, uh, mm-hmm. and that was kind of the fun of it. Was that you were literally controlling a ball with a ball, <laughs> and it was a one to one controller. Uh, and at home, you know, you had to sort of use the uh, Nintendo controller and figure out how to make that do subtle, like diagonal movements and stuff. But I got really good at Marble Madness, uh, and I think that just the the challenge of trying to turn that into pick up that challenge for extra bonus the, points the, how would you the do cosmic, it cosmic pitch me uh, the marble oh. madness movie um oh boy so maybe i will take madness literally um and uh this is like a a, a look inside the brain of someone uh, who who has become trapped in their own head, and uh, and we're uh, we've put our um, our uh, our thought bubble 
we are like incepting this uh, head with our thought idea mm-hmm. that we've sent in in this marble into this brainscape, and it has to pilot itself around uh, different, um, you know, uh, pitfalls to, uh, you know, wake up this human who has been entrapped. And who's the who's the hero? Head. What do they get? Pay, tell me who the uh, hero is. Does he have a team? Or every she? time you inject someone into uh, someone else, it's got to be Dennis Quaid. <laughs> okay, so it's de- so the hero is played by Dennis Quaid, or the hero is Dennis is Quaid. Is actor Dennis <laughs> Quaid. And if that's is the case, Dennis then who's Quaid. playing Dennis Quaid? <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Quaid is being played by Alden Ehrenreich. Oh, okay. Uh, Makes sense. <laughs> Obvious choice for a young Dennis Quaid, but yeah. they're they're bringing him in. Uh, yeah, they the people thought they're like, oh, they saw inner space. They thought that Dennis Quaid could help. They don't understand. Um, they only understand science. They don't understand how stories work. Okay, That's and so problem. this is young Dennis Quaid. So it's like him right after Inner Space came out. Yeah, exactly. This isn't like movie forty three Dennis Quaid. No, or movie forty-five, Dennis Quaid. Do you think? Do you which think, is just uh, his forty-fifth movie and not movie forty-three. Do you think Dennis Quaid <laughs> and Robert Picardo hung out a lot when they were making uh, Inner Space? I mean, I hope so. I mean, the fact that they were known as Pequado around the set, <laughs> I think, <laughs> makes sense, I think makes yeah. it pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only person who was closer to Dennis Quaid was probably Quado, and that's why that's why he's calling <laughs> for Quaid in the movie Total Recall. Yep. You know. <laughs> They had to change the script because it didn't when make sense. When you said Quato and it sounded like Quato, I was trying to get there, Elliot, because <laughs> I knew that there was a Quaid in that movie. And, uh, yeah, the fact that we both <laughs> got there because of a, a slight similarity in sound. Do you think Quato's mad that Watto is so popular? Do you think Griffin oh, you have to assume that, his, that his older Quato brother Watto? Watto. Yeah. Yeah, because they're brothers. I guess his younger brother, Watto. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you have to imagine he's like, you have to imagine Quato is like, I know they wanted me for that role, and there was probably a typo on the call sheet, mm-hmm. and they ended up with Watto, that hack. Instead, they yeah. could have had Quato. That would have been the renaissance. Uh, Dan, yeah. there's a bit that um, uh, that uh, our mutual friend Eric Marsizak and I used to do, uh, who uh, he's the one whose comedy theater is where we met, uh, you and I, where we used to do where uh, – <laughs> Where where Quato was a Hollywood casting agent, and and it was always <laughs> was always pitching Dennis Quaid for every role, and they'd be like, they say, uh, so who sh- who do we think of uh, Quato? Uh, you have an idea? Uh, please stand up so we can see Quato, because Quato would be sit- his his host body would be sitting down uh, at a conference table. So uh, could you please sit- stand up so we can see Quato? Uh, Quato, who do you think would be right for this role? Quaid. <laughs> It's unorthodox for the Clara Barton story, but yeah, okay, let's give Randy Quaid a call. No, no, Dennis Quaid. Okay, you got to be more specific. You can't just say Quaid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Stuart, any video games you would like to see made into movies? Yeah, I mean, again, we're going to go a little old school with this. I'm going to say Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, oh, yeah. You got a great hero, Arthur, the little knight guy. He's got a ton of cool weapons, so, man, that's going to look great. Uh, there's all kinds of spooky monsters. You guys know me. I like spooky monsters. And also, you can have that running gag where he keeps getting hit and his armor falls off and he's just wearing little boxer shorts. Yeah. I mean, that does sound really fun. Yeah. (laughs) I would love that because if you make it into a movie, maybe I will see more than like 
the first level of Ghost. <laughs> it's <Goblin>. fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's, it's why they need to release a Dragon's Lair movie because there's no way to see the rest of the animation in that. Yeah, you, know? you can't. You yeah. can just go on YouTube. It's available. Oh, it's all there. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dana, then, uh, so, and, and in case you're wondering, for me, uh, I know they've tried to develop it in the past couple years, but I've always been wondered why they didn't try to make a Mega Man movie before before now. Mega Man is like he's such a cool little character guy, and his world is so full of uh, different types of robots yeah. and things. Uh, and and I, it, it I has, love the old. I love the old box art where they tried to make him look more like a human and it always yes. looks fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it looks bizarre because that character looks makes sense as a little cartoon guy with no nose, but he does yeah. not make sense as a as a real dude wearing like that, that weird blue outfit. Yeah, like it's like if they like made a human kid dress up and look exactly like Astro Boy, you'd be like, <laughs> no, 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 thank you. You like Get put some pants on that child. <laughs> yeah. Why is his hair is it we're like Bob's big boy? If that was an actual kid, you'd be like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, uh, but the and also because Mega Man Two, I still I still say has at least for that era has the best soundtrack of uh, yeah, it's of a great game. games. It's, it's got great, great now, music. It's a great game. Mega Man Two. Mega Man. Yes, he was called he, Rock Man in Japan. I know, Dan. <laughs> no, no, Such no. An he, fights a a, uh, he fights a bunch of he fights a bunch of robots, but he's not a robot himself because at the end he like. Right, because at the end, he, like when he's walking home, he takes off his helmet and like leaves it at the. Well, he's like, like a cyborg. He, you know, he does yeah, have okay. a he does have just... a laser cannon for a hand. You know, so okay. I believe because it's Doctor What Light, Doctor mm-hmm. Bright is the Dr. one. Doctor Light, yeah, is it like Doctor Light Bright? Doctor Light Bright, Light Brights to to communicate, <laughs> take over the world. He's like, I've got a lot to tell you, but hold on a sec, I got to plant all these little bulbs. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here, let me put this black construction paper over first. So. It's real loud. I don't know why you didn't, don't just tell me because this is how I communicate. This is my love language. Is light mm-hmm. rights. Uh So anyway, you uh, those those questions are deemed uh, suitable, and Satan goes no, and uh, falls to the ground, revealing the governor's niece, uh, and mm-hmm. she says, "Thank you, flop dudes." And you and you both high five, and this is an animated cutscene where you high five, uh, and then there's a th- one of those things where like you guys are standing on a mountaintop, and the camera is panning past, and then and each background there's like a couple different layers of backgrounds that are all Love moving it. at slightly different speeds, so it looks real cool and three dimensional, yeah. uh, and it says, "Flop dudes will be back in Flop dudes three, Mountain Town." Oh, okay, cool. Uh, you know, something to look forward to. Yeah, it's it's the one where you're fighting bad guys at Mohonk. Oh, wow, man, that's an expensive game. <laughs> yeah, well, because the meals are included. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, do you have any final thoughts about uh, video games or video game movies uh, that you would like to mention before we, but while the credits are rolling? You know those long credits at the end of video games where it's a lot of names that you don't know because they, there's all the different coders and stuff, you know? I have a video game. I have a question. Not a video. Yeah, I got a video game question. How to get past this boss? Uh <laughs> Now, guys, we've we've uh, we we just answered the question: What video game should be turned into a movie? What movie should be turned into a video game? Oh, that's a great idea. Um, what video game would? Well, what movie would make a great video game? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna say the Sparks Brothers. 
So, uh, wow, okay. My uh, Annette, movie. is that the, that the movie you're talking about? No, not Annette, the movie written by Sparks. I'm talking about the documentary, uh-huh. The Sparks Brothers, that Edgar Wright made. And you are, you get to choose to be either Ron or Russell Mayle. And it's each level is you creating a different album and then trying to capture the sound that people will be listening to 10 to 15 years in the future. Uh, mm because they're always a little ahead of their time. So I think, yeah, that's the movie I would, that's the new movie I would turn into it. Um, if I'm looking for an older movie to turn into a video game, um, I think probably like a Citizen Kane game where you're like, you gotta throw newspapers at things and you're like jumping over sleds, mm-hmm. you know, real yeah. uh, real SNES side-scroller stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I think they should turn um, a racer head into like a, like a fatherhood simulator. Hey, it's parallax action. Parallax action. I, I knew I knew what it was. That oh, you were for the moving background stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like if you have like a multiplane camera and like, like they a, used to do in old Popeye cartoons. Film, yeah, you have parallax. And but obviously, I think it's guys, a- I'm gonna say I think the movie that, uh, that should be turned into a video game, of course, is Royal Tenenbaums should be a <laughs> fighting game uh, <laughs> where you get to pick your fighter and they have all kinds of moves and finishers and maybe x-ray attacks and all kinds of Oh, yeah. You could do that with Knives Out, too. That, Knives Out would be a good fighting game. Knives Out, that would probably even be better. There's there's this great level in fucking Hitman 3 where you're basically playing through a Knives Out. It's fucking awesome. You're playing through a Knives Out? Yeah, you're doing a Knives Out. <laughs> 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 but you're Agent 47. You can knock out the fucking, uh, like, world, like, uh, yeah, world famous fucking inspector. Now I so you wish can knock that... his ass out and put on his clothes and then pretend to be him and do I... your own little knives out and it fucking oh. rules. I so wish that Knives Out now had come out in 1989 and and there was a tie-in single that played during the credits called "Doing a Knives Out." <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, doing a knives out. We're doing a knives out tonight. Doing a knives out. That kind of uh-huh. thing. Yeah. Where yeah. like years later you hear the song and you're like, are they singing about knives out? <laughs> yeah, the exactly. Movie? It's, like it's anytime you. It's like every time you hear that fucking Tina Turner song and you're like, did she just say Thunderdome? (laughs) (laughs) And it's hard to hear the lyrics through all the drum machines. There's probably 10 or 11 drum machines. But yeah, when you hear it and it's like, it's like Daniel Craig solving the case. You're like, wait, so they're talking about the actors? Hold on. (laughs) That's weird, yeah. Because I forgot the name of the character, Beauregard Louisville or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Foghorn Leghorn the second. (laughs) Well, guys, uh, thanks so much. Thanks so much for playing Flop Dudes 2 Streets of Dragons uh, for the NES and Sega Master System. Uh, the I will remind you that the Flophouse virtual live show, not virtually live, it will be live, remote, yeah. uh, is September 25th. That's at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Google Simple Ticks, Flophouse Super Mario Brothers, and I'll remind you that even if you can't make it on September 25th or you live in a place where that time is not doable because it's the middle of the night. Buying a ticket gets you one week of access to the recording of the show, so you will get to enjoy it. Uh, and after that, the show will disappear. Just a beautiful dream, more beautiful for its limited time on this earth uh, and for its existing only as a memory. Uh, but if you watch it when it's actually airing, then you'll be able to ask questions on Twitter that we can answer and stuff like that. And it'll be real fun. We'll be talking about Super Mario Brothers, and I have a fairly stupid uh presentation lined up not as stupid necessarily as this one but uh as this episode but uh i can't wait to see what these dudes have lined up for it so uh guys thanks again for the flop house i've been elliot kalen i've been dan mccoy and bringing up the rear it's me Stuart wellington saying 
play nicely, but play often. I'm trying out new video game slogans. Is that one good? Uh, I just got a text message from PlayStation. They said, cease and desist. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I'll think of something else. Alex, put in some uh, 8-bit video game ending music. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.